Complaints are piling up over the CCC's decision to ease quarantine restrictions ahead of a Lunar New Year. Starting December 14th, travelers will be able to spend the last four days of their mandatory 14-day quarantine at home instead of at quarantine hotels and centers. One hotel complains that this policy change has triggered an avalanche of rebookings, which has put a strain on staff. Meanwhile, Taipei Mayor Coenza says that those last four days of home quarantine will be hard to enforce. There is a lot of back-end work to do, including contacting guests and checking the flight schedule with them. We also have to pay deposits back and so on. All that has been very troublesome and stressful for our workers. They are going to kill us with this policy. I've heard that you have to check whether all the returnees' family members have received two doses of a COVID vaccine. By God! So when someone comes back, you have to send people over to their house to check their yellow vaccination cards? The CCC says that the policy will expand quarantine capacity by over 10 percent over the holiday. This means that for the month of January, there will be an additional 10,000 rooms available before Lunar New Year's Eve on January 30th first. International students will be barred from entering Taiwan from December 15 to February 12. The measure is aimed at making space at quarantine facilities ahead of an influx of Taiwanese nationals over Spring Festival. The entry ban applies only to foreign students who do not already have an Alien Residency Certificate, or ARC. Exemptions may be granted to students on a case-by-case basis. Students head to class. It's time for midterm. Though the semester is already at its halfway point, about 1,200 international students have yet to arrive in Taiwan. And now they'll really have to get a move on. Starting December 15th, they'll be banned from entering Taiwan if they don't have an ARC. For us, the number of affected students is in the single digits. At most, 10 international students are still not in Taiwan. They may have been unable to get a visa due to personal reasons or due to the situation in their home countries. Another reason might be that their country is on lockdown or even closed off to the rest of the world. Yet another reason could be a problem with flights. Most of the foreign students yet to arrive are stuck in their home countries, potentially due to COVID-related bureaucracy. Mingchuan University says it has almost 10 students in this predicament. The entry ban will start on December 15th. Students who enter on the last possible day will leave quarantine by December 31st, making way for Taiwanese returning for the Lunar New Year. Universities will be able to request special arrangements for students who fail to arrive before the deadline. They have to do two weeks of quarantine as required by the regulations, followed by seven days of self-health management. We at the university can offer some help, such as providing off-campus accommodation for students during their self-health management period. Schools can also seek travel exemptions for students enrolled for the spring semester. Without an exemption, a student will not be able to enter until February 12th. This temporary entry restriction is aimed at ensuring sufficient space at quarantine facilities ahead of the Lunar New Year. With tensions high over the strait, a Japanese newspaper has released a map showing Japan's military response to a Chinese attack on Taiwan. According to the Taipei bureau chief of the newspaper, Japan is telegraphing a message to Beijing, warning it to not act rashly. In recent months, top Japan politicians have said that if conflict were to erupt over Taiwan, Japan would have no choice but to be involved. 
Japan's air and maritime forces have released a string of images showing joint exercises with the U.S., underscoring the role of this partnership in securing the Indo-Pacific. With Taiwan occupying a key position in the Indo-Pacific, top Japan officials have said that Japan would not be able to stay out of a conflict that involves Taiwan. If there is an issue with Taiwan, we must respect peace and security laws, handling it with appropriate caution. Because we are close geographically, what could happen in Taiwan would likely be an issue for Japan, in which case Japan would need to respond accordingly. With tensions high over the Taiwan Strait, Japanese news outlet Sankei Shimbun has released a map showing Japan's response to a Chinese attack on Taiwan. The newspaper's Taipei office head said Japan is sending signals to rein in Beijing. In the past, these countries did not care about the Taiwan Strait. So actually, for the past 70 years, there has always been the possibility of military conflict in the strait. Japan's proactive signaling is a way to contain China, to tell China not to act rashly. It's a political message that is much, much louder than any military signal. In the face of the rising Chinese threat, Abe Shinzo pushed for revising the Japan Constitution's pacifist clause during his tenure as prime minister. In October's parliamentary election, 334 seats went to candidates in favor of revising Japan's constitution, well over the necessary threshold. But with changes looming, thousands of Japanese have taken to the streets to march in support of keeping the pacifist clause. Under the Japan-U.S. Security Alliance, if the U.S. intervenes in the Taiwan Strait, it will take off from its Futenma and Kadena bases. The fleets will fight, and then after fighting, they will return. Once they cross over to Japanese airspace, they're instantly safe. Nothing would happen to them. So in this sense, Japan will absolutely get embroiled in a conflict. Yita Akio says that if conflict breaks out over Taiwan, Japan may cite its security treaty with the U.S. as it works to defend Taiwan. Under the storm clouds of U.S.-China relations, trouble is brewing in Asia, bringing Japan and Taiwan closer together. The Central Election Commission has announced its arrangements for the four-in-one referendum. The referendum voting age dropped to 18 in 2017, which means that almost 20 million people will be eligible to vote on Saturday, December 18. They'll need to arrive at the polling booth anytime between 8 in the morning and 4 in the afternoon. Let's hear from the CEC. We will strengthen our measures for maintaining order at polling stations. As long as you arrive before 4 p.m., you will be able to exercise your right to vote. We will expedite the process to make voting quick and smooth. We will also hold televised debates to be broadcast nationwide. The first session will be on November 13th. Five debates will be held on each of the referendum issues. The CEC vowed that the voting process will be smooth and that COVID precautions will be taken at polling stations. Eligible voters can go on the CEC's website to look up their polling station. People who change their household registration after August 9, 2021 will need to return to their original registered location to vote. A Belizean food festival will run throughout November, giving Taiwan a taste of authentic Caribbean cuisine. It marks the 40th anniversary of the independent statehood of Belize. The festival is a partnership between the Belizean Embassy in Taiwan, the Central America Trade Office, and a Taipei restaurant. The delicious scent of frying onions hits the air. Fish is added to the pan and simmered high to thicken the sauce. 
Deputy Foreign Minister Alexander Yu cautiously joins the Belizean ambassador Candice Pitts in the kitchen, making coconut fish soup at the launch event. And to introduce uh, Taiwanese to the, the cultures and the, the history and uh, the peoples of Belize through the cuisine. So I'm very grateful that we are having this partnership. This habanero pepper sauce is made with carrots and lemon juice. It's a beloved staple of Belizean cuisine. On a trip to the country, President Tsai Ing-wen declared herself a habanero sauce fan, saying its spiciness reminded her of the taste of romance. This Belizean student was delighted to get a real taste of home. It was nice um, just getting food from home, being here. It's, it really um, says a lot about the Taiwanese culture and, and how uh, good they are at doing different things. So that was very nice. I hope that through this food, we can show Taiwanese that our diplomatic allies have loads of history, culture and cuisine alongside the stiff international political relations, and we can give Taiwanese people more options. Taiwan and Belize have been diplomatic allies for 32 years. They have thriving ties across business, tourism and investment. Officials aim to consolidate economic ties through the event, but more importantly, to bring the true zest of Belize to Taiwan. A new book offers readers a guided tour of Taiwan's literary landmarks. Taiwanese Power, A Guide to the Landscape is published to celebrate the centennial of the Taiwanese Cultural Association. The Ministry of Culture backed the project, bringing the joy of Taiwanese artistic inheritance to a new generation. Taiwanese Power, A Guide to the Landscape is a new book from the Ministry of Culture and National Museum of Taiwanese Literature, celebrating 100 years of the Taiwanese Cultural Association. We can understand the previous generations of this city, how they used to live here, how they initiated the Taiwanese Cultural Enlightenment Movement, how they influenced the last century. And we can get the next generation of you thinking about what we should do in this generation to influence the next 100 years. The book features 100 cultural and historical landmarks from across the length and breadth of Taiwan, alongside 100 stories of the people who made those places tick, illustrated with 200 precious historical images. The publishers hope the guidebook will give readers a trip back in time to understand how their forebears lived on this land and the traces they left behind. Inside the book, numerous QR codes offer digital links between past and present. Everyone can get their phone, and when you're nearby, you can check in to the landmark. Teachers of every school grade can also use these 100 landmarks, which are distributed geographically. And if you make some good plans, you can use them as classroom materials. The Ministry of Culture previously supported the FTV show Flight Over Literary Landmarks, which used drone footage to reveal the beauty of Taiwan's literary heritage. Now this new book will be an indispensable tool for literature lovers to explore the traces of history all around. Should the fourth nuclear power plant be activated? That's one question on the ballot of the December 18th referendum. But perhaps a more pressing question is, can it be done? According to a former manager of the fourth nuclear power plant, the answer is yes. Former GM Wang Bohui says that if voters decide to restart construction, the plant can be loaded up with fuel within three years. 
But according to the Atomic Energy Council, that projection is overly optimistic. Minister Xie Xiaoxing says that the project has stalled for so long, its parts have become unusable. The minister says that practically speaking, the chance of restarting the plant is, quote, zero. The Taiwan high-speed rail has taken another step toward normalcy in bringing back non-reserved seating. It's back after a COVID suspension of nearly half a year. Passengers with easy cards, I-passes or season tickets can now go straight to any non-reserved car and choose their own seat. Also on Monday, the HSR returned to its pre-COVID rail schedule with offers more than 1,000 services per week. We're at the high-speed rail station in Nangang. With non-reserved seating open once again, passengers are at the counter to purchase rail passes. Starting Monday, November 8th, the high-speed rail is making non-reserved seats available once again. The rail company is also significantly upping its weekly services from 899 to 1016. Rush hour has passed, but the train's three non-reserved trains are still carrying around 20 passengers each. To prevent crowding during rush hour, the HSR says it may add up to five non-reserved cars depending on the circumstances. It's more convenient this way, because if you need to travel somewhere last minute, you can just go. I take the high-speed rail mainly for business trips, mostly to Taichung, Kaohsiung and Xinzhou. It's more convenient to be able to just buy a ticket here. Non-reserve tickets have been unavailable for almost half a year, since May 15th. Their return is bringing back more options for rail travel in Taiwan. Located in Nantou County's Xingyi Township, Zhenhe Elementary School is a Tier 4 ultra-remote educational facility. Its students are mainly indigenous, and many don't have access to computers or tablets at home. With support from the Ministry of Education and the Nantou County government, the school was able to lend laptops to the children to help them learn remotely during the pandemic. When a COVID outbreak struck earlier this year, schools were closed down nationwide. At Renhe Elementary School, children were sent home with devices to use for distance learning. Every time they had a question, they were able to seek out information on the World Wide Web. We use Chromebooks to hold online discussions. Whenever we saw a word we don't know, we were able to look it up on our Chromebooks. We could get the answers right away. I was often off to the side watching them because I was very curious. I had never seen such a thing, attending class with a laptop. I was not afraid of them misusing the laptops because their teachers had controls in place, so I wasn't that worried. The children took quizzes on the platform, giving teachers a way to monitor their progress. After the outbreak was brought under control, the students were able to make a seamless transition back to school. Today, online activities are integrated with physical classes to improve learning efficiency through hybrid teaching. The greatest advantage of hybrid teaching is that through the discussions, they can learn from each other, they can talk with each other, and through that, I can identify the pain points in the student's learning process.
With support from the Ministry of Education and the Nantou County Government, more resources have been directed to schools like these. These resources are used not only to meet basic educational needs, but also to provide infrastructure for digital learning. In their new, more flexible learning space, children are continuing to learn and thrive, even in difficult circumstances. Staying on education, Taiwan's first educational math cartoon has launched. The kids' cartoon has been produced by award-winning animators in collaboration with National Taiwan Normal University's Institute for Mathematics Education. Its plot follows Miss Yen as she solves realistic puzzles in daily life using useful math tools. Cartoon character Ms. Yen solves puzzles in the process teaching math. This fun exploration of numbers and formulas was created over two and a half years by a Golden Bell winning animation team, together with NTNU Institute for Mathematics Education. Of course we're not looking to talk about formulas in this video, but if you don't have things like maths formulas, how will you solve problems? We have to start from kids' natural way of thinking to stimulate their minds and see how they will solve it or come up with some ways. Once upon a time, physical teaching aids were the key to engaging kids at school. Now, 3D animation like this can teach topics like mirror symmetry and probability. But the trickiest part was writing the storylines around the math. For example, we have a story about mixing drinks, the ratio of tea to milk in the milk tea. Maybe one is 5 to 6 and one is 3 to 4. Children may simply think that 6 cups of milk is a bit more than 4, so that one must have more milk, but the point is actually the ratio. For children, math concepts mean meeting a rather abstract field anew. Sometimes if we give the answer too fast, they miss the chance to gradually enter into it. Kids follow the protagonist in solving math problems in a fun and realistic plotline. The series won a grant from the Ministry of Science and Technology, and its creators hope it will inspire the wizards of tomorrow. In Tainan, one remote mountainous area has become one of the slowest response times for the fire department in Taiwan. A fire engine would need a whole hour to get out to Guansan village. But a local group of farmers has stepped up to form a volunteer fire brigade. With their trucks and fire hoses, they'll be there in just a few minutes if any neighbor needs their help. The fire drill begins. A row of pickup trucks is in the lot. Many hoses draw water from a fire hydrant and lead into water barrels on the trucks. They rush to the scene of the emergency, where pumps usually carrying pesticides spray water on the fire. This is not the official fire department, and these are no ordinary fire engines. This is the local fire brigade for the remote community of Guanshan Village in Tainan's Nanhua District. The nearest official fire department might need an hour to respond to a call. If one of our houses should unluckily have a fire on the mountain, by the time the fire department got to us, most of the houses would have burnt down. In Chinese, there's a saying, far off water can't put out the fire beside you. So the farmers from the community came together. People with four-wheel drive trucks that could carry irrigation and pesticide spraying equipment worked together with the fire department, creating these flexible fire engines that can slow the spread of a fire. 
Everyone has a truck and a barrel they can fill with water and equipment. We can say that we will get here as a group first to help suppress the fire before the fire department. There's a total of 25 vehicles in the combined local fire brigade. They can carry the equivalent of two big fire engines of water or eight smaller tankers. This mobile fire brigade will be the first support on the scene if anyone in the community needs support. It's November, and that means it's silver grass season on Taiwan's scenic northeast coast. The flowering grasses around Caoling Historic Trail burst into their silvery best in November every year. This year, local officials are celebrating two decades of the Silver Glass Festival. There are lots of promotions at local businesses, making the area a budget getaway spot this fall. Armed with brooms made of flowering grasses, people get to work popping virus-shaped balloons. It's a ritual to scare away the pandemic and welcome in the 20th anniversary of the Silver Grass Festival at Saoling Historic Trail. A tour guide offers explanations to tourists as they roam freely across the mountain pass. These slopes are covered in silver grass, a sight which attracts pilgrims every year. When you climb up, there's a viewing platform. You can see Turtle Island, the plains. You can see the sea and the mountains. The silver grass is swaying in the breeze. It's really beautiful. The Silver Grass Festival is sponsored by the Northeast Coast National Scenic Area Administration. Now celebrating its 20th anniversary, it's got many treats on offer, from oven-baked breads to artistic products. Promotions make for a relaxing trip, even on a budget. Between November 6th and 28th, during the Silver Grass Festival, we are offering a bonus promotion for the quintuple stimulus vouchers. If you come and spend them here, we have 16 businesses that will give you 100 NT off for every 300 NT you spend. There are even limited edition Northeast Coast Tourism stimulus vouchers available for lucky winners. Just like the page on Facebook and share the photo of Taling Historic Trail and you can be in with a chance to win. Local hotels and restaurants are in on the scheme and keen to make a trip to the grassy idol affordable. We have more than 30 hotels in Jiaoxi Township as well as 68 restaurants and souvenir stores that are part of the program. With the pandemic receding behind us, this fall is crunch time for tourism. The promotions are coming thick and fast, but few areas can say honestly as Saoling can that November is the most beguiling month of the year.